Another episode, another mini-sode, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. But Jake and I actually just found out they don't go by that anymore for like four years now. How about that? Yeah. Welcome to the show. We are talking Angels baseball. Go Halos! Jake's favorite team. They got a new manager, Jake. They got a new third baseman. They got some new pitchers. And they got the same old Mike Trout, and he's fucking so good. So what is going on? Are you excited to talk about your Angels? I am, man. I I actually kind of do like the Angels. Um, I mean, well, I'm sure we're going to talk about the serial killer, Dylan Bundy. But, um, man, th- this team is so much better. And uh, I know sometimes we reference Yankee stuff, but it's because we watch a lot of Yankees games. But, Jim, when we saw this team at Anaheim in, what was it, May of last year or even late April, I mean, you looked at the lineup and you were like, my word. My um, word. Help help Michael Trout out a little bit. And, man, when you look at the lineup coming into the season, they have. Obviously, Anthony Rendon was a huge signing. Um, hopefully, Sho- Shohei Otani can be healthy this year for them. Justin Upton was out all of last year. And I like that, um, you know, Andrelton Simmons was a guy, it, you love him in the bottom half of your lineup, especially, obviously, for what he can do at shortstop. In the top half, eh. Um, and yeah, I, I, I've only got one one question with how Fangraphs currently has their lineup laid out. But this lineup has some depth, and I still would have liked that Jack Peterson trade for them, which I don't know, I guess we won't talk about that. But um, this Angels team is a lot better than Angels teams from recent years. What is your question regarding the lineup via Fangraphs? Is it the uh, leadoff man? Yeah, right now they have Brian Goodwin in the leadoff spot, who had a really solid year for them last year, but not really an on-base guy. I mean, I Tommy LaStella or David Fletcher, I, I think I like one of those guys taking the leadoff role. Tommy Tommy LaStella's year last year was pretty fun. Tommy uh, LaStella. Until it was, like, wildly unfun for him. Right. If anyone doesn't know, LaStella came to the Angels... And before he got hurt, Jake, damn, before he got hurt on June 30th, he had a 356 on base percentage, a 304 batting average, an 856 OPS in 85 games. Yeah. Then he broke his leg, clean break, and he did get to play in two games at the end of the season. So there you go. Yeah. So, where's he gonna? Where's he gonna? Where's he fold into this 2020s year? Um, I mean, right now, I think there'd be a little. There's a little bit of a second base platoon, um, Listella and Fletcher, uh, and your guy Renhifo trying to work Renhifo. his way in there. Um, man, looking at this, it, it's honestly making me really mad that the Jack Peterson trade didn't happen. Um, because that would make the lineup that much better. But um. Uh, they're they're going to be strong in the top half of their lineup. I mean, Trout, Rendon, Otani. Um, I mean, that's that's mean that they, they got little um, little production from their catcher position last year. Uh, Jonathan Le- Lucroy, Kevin Smith, who they just let walk, um, and Castro comes in after having a big year for them. So 
Uh, the lineup's got some depth. It's got some meat to it. Um, yeah, this this is a solid Angels team. Is this the best uh, one-two punch, Trout Rendon? Is that one of the best one-two punches in the lineups in uh, baseball? Yes. Because Trout's the best. 185 OPS plus last year. Rendon, yeah. 153 OPS. And, like, 153 is phenomenal. Uh, like, really good. Yeah. And Trout's got him with a 185. We, we pulled up the stats before we started recording this, and I just audibly went, holy shit. Like, every time you look at his numbers, it's amazing how good he is. He had a 645 slugging percentage. They both had OPSs that were one dots on the season. So is that the that's the best one-two punch, you think? Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, coming into the season, you have to think so. Cause nobody can go toe for toe with trout. I mean, if you want to make a fight for Yelly or someone like that, you can, but why bother? Um, and then the year, I mean, the year that, uh, Rendon's coming off of. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, I mean, who did they add specifically, Jake? They added Rendon. Didn't they add some other people? They had a lot of pitchers um, via trade. Bundy. They got they got Bundy. They got Tehran. That's what I was thinking. I was trying to find his name. Tehran. I like the Tehran signing a lot. And yeah, I think uh, lineup wise, um, before we close off some of that and and get to uh, get to the Angels pitching, uh, the the guy we have to mention, and uh, I mean he's also their top prospect, Joe Adele. Um, everyone is crazy high on him. He's an outfielder, and hey, maybe. Maybe he can be the bat that comes in and, and helps stretch this lineup, whether it's they do one of the mid-April call-ups or if they, they save him for a little later in the year. But he's supposed to be a special player. Um, and, yeah, I know I know Angels fans are excited to see him come up. So uh, Joe Adele. Lineup, man. He's from, you like that name? Joe Adele. Yeah. His name is yeah. Jordan, but he goes by Joe. Joe. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. First-round pick. Louisville. 20 years old. Yeah. What did he do last year in AAA? Uh, in AA and AAA combined, he had a 289 batting average and a 359 on base percentage with 10 home runs. Sure. In AAA alone, 264, 321 on base percentage. Hey, last year this dude climbed the ladder, Jake. Yeah. He went. He played in A plus, double A, and triple A last year. That's the dream. Uh the dream is to play in the big leagues. Yeah, I think that's the prospect dream. Is if you're starting off at high A, you're telling yourself, well, you know what? I'm gonna kill it at high A, and then they're gonna call me up to double A. I'm gonna rake there, and then I'll finish off a little bit of triple A just to just to do it. Do you know both their top prospects are outfielders? There's Brandon Marsh. Marsh. He's he's pretty far away. He's 21. But he's their second prospect, and he's an outfielder as well. There's your trout help, dude. Just got to wait two more years. It's a bunch of outfielders. Um, yeah, and he's starting in, he's starting in double-A behind Joe Adele. That kind of sucks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm... I wish I didn't know that the Jack Peterson thing was even an option because I, I just really would have liked him in this lineup. Um, but uh, it's it's a it's a good lineup, right? 
Yeah, the, I mean, the middle of it is so strong that you you need those. You need the leadoff guy to be good. Right. Otherwise, just lead off Trout. Who cares? Solo home runs. Yeah. Uh, and Otani, man. Otani. Lead off Otani. He's fast. Sure. Lead off, lead off Trout. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, why, why give Goodwin the most at-bats? That shouldn't happen. Anyway. Yeah. That's 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 a fan graphs issue, but let's uh let's what go about, to the hurlers. <clears throat> yeah, it's still not. It's kind of like the Padres. Like it's 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 still not impressive when you just read it. Otani, sure, excited about him. Haven't seen it for a full season yet, but know that we've seen right. it in doses and it's real. And shouldn't shouldn't be ready to start the season. And even when he does, I mean, they are going to handle him with the most kitty gloves you possibly can. Yeah, and you got Tehran, who they picked up, uh, and he he's coming off like a down year, right? I think Tehran, his free agency was one of the weirdest things I've seen because um, I think there's a lot of numbers there that say he he could have got a better contract than he did. Um, I, I I think this is just funny because the 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 Fangraphs page that we need to yell at someone now, um, they. Uh, I mean, they don't have Otani in the rotation, which is a mistake. And when he's right, he's their true number one. But right now, what it's showing as their rotation is Tehran, Haney, Bundy, Griffin Canning, and Patrick Sandoval. Which, man, when you look at that, you just say, that's not a good enough rotation. I know. Just the gut instinct is like, wait, what? Dude, Tehran is another guy whose numbers are better than people think, I think. Or maybe it's just because I I, I don't know Dude, he, he in his last um how how many years is this? One, two, three, four, five, six. In his last seven years, he's made thirty starts or more every year. I mean, that's I think that's commendable right there. Right. And I, I think maybe that's part of the reason he hasn't he, he didn't get paid paid is because he's he's thrown a lot of bullets in that arm, which yeah, which which is ridiculous, but because he's twenty nine, but that's how things work. And and I don't know, man. I mean, maybe Otani can be a one, but I mean, at best, I think you're looking at like 140 innings, if that. And uh, again, I'll I'll do another annoying Yankee comparison, but uh, Jimmer, I think you agree with me that there's four guys in the Yankees rotation that would be the one on this Angel staff right now, not including Otani. Yes, I mean, I, I, a lot of rotations. I mean, the Mets as well have four that would be the one. Right. So uh, I I don't know. I mean, I get worried about the pitching. Um, You know, I went on my Dylan Bundy rant. They gave up four mad prospects for him, which, you know, I'm sure there was some 40 man stuff and blah, blah, blah. But I I thought the five million and the four prospects could have been better spent elsewhere. We heard there's some really good analytics on his slider. Maybe they can unlock him a little bit. Who's that? um, Dylan Bundy, my guy. Um, Yeah. But I mean, in his last two seasons, fifty plus starts, he's he's been a five ERA and he gets lit up. Maybe it's leaving Baltimore. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, just uh, looking at this rotation and Griffin Canning is a pretty big time prospect. Um, so if he puts it together for them, I, I guess that would be a big step. Andrew Haney, you kind of know what you're going to get, um, which is not good. I mean, he's not good. No, but he—I mean—he's—he's he's a solid lefty that's going to twirl it. I think you like him as a four starter. You don't love him uh, penciled in the top half of your rotation. It just feels uh, for me—it's tough to picture this rotation holding up for 
a half a season, never mind a whole season. Baseball savant does not favor Andrew Haney. No. Not exit for Haney. Yeah, 12th percentile in exit velocity, 24th in uh, hard hit rate, 41st in fastball velocity. He's got uh, uh, a lot of spin on his fastball, so he's got the spin rate. But uh, his curve is nothing grades well on that. And, I mean, his results haven't been great either. Not great. Not great. He got the punchies last year, but that's it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing, I I mean, you know, not not to – an area we don't normally enter, but I mean the whole Tyler Skaggs thing last year, I mean, that was incredibly sad. Um, and he was supposed to be a guy for them. And now, especially you and I are getting pulled into this kind of California baseball world with our connect with Ploof. And I mean, that's, that was crazy and kind of got overlooked for last year. And I mean, for what this team would, does want to do this year. So uh, that's why they have Madden to loosen everything up. They bring in the new manager. Yeah. He's going to look great in red. He's going to bring the Penguins in. He's going to bring the Magicians in. Spring training is going to be like summer camp for for 10-year-olds. And they're just going to be as loose as they've ever been. Mike Trout's going to drink a million slushies. You know, Rendon's not going to enjoy a second of it. Right. I mean, you put a Penguin in the clubhouse, Rendon won't notice it. Otani's going to have no idea what's going on. Yes, he's going to think American baseball is weird. What do you guys do? Why is there a magician in my clubhouse, Skip? <laughs> Skip, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. I got a pitch today. We haven't talked about um, pool hosts at all. And do you want to? I mean, a little bit. It, it ends up making me sad. I think, um, I mean, the stat line when you look at it is tough that that's the Albert pool host we're watching. Um I think it was funny when we did watch him last year. He's still a threat. Like, don't make a mistake to Albert because he will punish you. But that's kind of all he's getting to, man. And uh, No, in in 2018, his baseball savant numbers, like his exit velo, his hard hit rate, all of that was kind of good. Yeah, you make a mistake. Albert's got it, baby. But, no, in 2019, all of those red dots skewed left and went blue. His sprint I mean, speed, he's got to be first percentile. Who's slower than our pools right now? No one. Ooh, they have him as the third percentile. They have him as the third percentile, and that's just a lie, baseball Simon. He's he sets the bar. Yeah, he's show uh, random video. Here we go. Uh Danny Duffy foul to Albert Pujols May 19th. Fouled it right back, Jake. And if if you're one of our younger listeners and you didn't see Prime Pujols, look up a couple videos. It's worthwhile. I mean, dude was a monster. I copied his stance when I played youth baseball. Huge mistake. Didn't work on me. Um, but, <laughs> Jim, his, his stat lines now are funny, man. He had 43 walks last year and 68 strikeouts. Like, the dude's not striking out. He's still putting up tough at bats. He just can't get it out there. Yeah. In his first 11 seasons, he had MVP votes. Yeah. Yeah. His first 11. Um, and Trout, in Trout's first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, and he won the MVP last year. So his first, they both have three to their name, I believe. And Pools had votes in his first 11. And Trout will, unless he like misses a season, he's going to have votes in his first 11 as well. And a line that you always say is that, 
when our kids grow up and they're obsessed with baseball reference and they're going to be like, holy smokes, two of the best hitters of all time were teammates for seven years and they never won anything? Never won a playoff game. And that's, it's kind of, it's one of the stories of the season for me is, is are the angels going to be real enough? Is, is Rendon and Trout going to be enough of a monster to kind of carry this team to at least a wild card game or a series of some sorts? Cause yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy how long those two have played together and not one ah playoff game. I think they went to one series and got swept. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's I'll obviously doing skewed, that series. but it's it's skewed by uh, obviously where Albert Pujols is in his career. Did you know Albert Pujols is the all-time record leader in ground into double plays? That's tough. That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. That's mean. That should not uh, be the stat I shared. But what's Trout's uh, postseason numbers, Jake? Uh, so three games they played against the Royals. Oh no, um, one for twelve, John Boy. With the homer, though. I mean. Best best ball best baseball player arguably ever, and he's one for twelve in postseason history. With a homer. With a homer though. So Yeah. Uh all right. I mean, boils it down to this. I, I don't believe in their rotation. Otani was that would have to carry them, uh, like being their ace. And you have a bunch of other people step up, but their lineup is really good. We like it a whole bunch. And and you know what, Jim? I'll make everyone a little bit of free money right now. Mike Trout is your MVP this year. Oh, okay. How many games did we watch of Angels baseball where they don't even bother pitching to Trout? Yeah. Because it's just not worth it. So if they can just keep Anthony Rendon healthy and behind Trout all year, I mean, the... The dude might do stupid stuff. He finally has someone to protect him. It's crazy. Uh, guys on contract years, Tehran, Andrelton Simmons, Jason Castro, Tommy LaStella. I think this is an interesting one because I don't think they can sell, man. Even if they're bad? I mean, you can, you, bad, you can flip you Tehran. If he's, if he's good and they're bad, you can flip Tehran. I mean, just think of the message. They signed Rendon to the big contract. Um, you know, Mike Trout, blah, blah, blah. Like, but if they're I, out I just, of it, everyone will understand that that's a smart thing to do. They have to be big time out of it. And I don't, and, I don't and, think they're going to, I don't think they're going to be enough out of it to be big time out of it. That's true. Especially with the two wild cards now. They might, yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're selling, but I, They'd have to be so far out of it. Something would have to go so wrong, like a Trout injury and an Otani injury. Right. Or Rendon won his World Series and just seriously doesn't care anymore. Dude didn't care while winning a World Series. Yeah. I just really, I was like, don't give a shit. And, yeah, final note from my end, Jim, uh, we've been looking at baseball reference projections, some fan graph stuff. And, you know, a projection is a projection. It's supposed to be the middle area where, you know, you could, if you have a good year, you could do better. If you have a bad year, you're a little worse. You know, that's how stuff works, people. Uh, baseball reference projections for Mike Trout is for him to have a 1.046 OPS. Why not? Raise it. <laughs> that's if, if he's average, he's going to do that this year. Raise it. Raise it. Last year, Jake. They finished yeah. seventy-two and ninety. 
They are projected to win. The over-under by Vegas is 83 and a half. Hmm. Husker do's, Husker don'ts. Um, going under. I'm going under. I think I'm going to go over. Uh, I think it's going to be tight. Are you just trying think... to win back the Angels fans? No, I think, Um, I, I mean, it. I'm talking myself into Trout having an insane year because he has Rendon with him. And if Rendon has almost an average year, I mean, that's so much more production around this Angels team than they've seen. And I think they're I, I think they're like selling out to try to get to the wild card this year. So they'll they'll be in it. They'll come up just short. Um because I mean the, the pitching's just not enough. Okay. I do like that 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 they're going to like scratch and claw with their fingernails for that inch. Like, think we, we see these teams around the trade deadline that do the trades you're kind of talking about that it's like, hey, we're going to flip a, one reliever, but we still think our team can fight. Like, <laughs> Angels can't do that. They have to fight. All right, we have a fun fact here. It's that Mike Trout proposed to his wife with a skywriter. Of course he did. The dude loves looking at the sky. Yeah, that's, is, an over, that's a mean, layup. That was, I mean, he was, he was born to be a weatherman and be part of nature in the sky. So, of course, he did that. What's what's better than, you know, proposing to your wife in the sky and seeing those cumulus nimbus clouds right next to it? Honey, come here. You got to check out the the sky right now. Oh, shut up, Mike. I don't care about your damn weather reports. <laughs> no, but, but honey, these, no, these clouds babe. are different. You have to come see them. I don't care, Mike. Please come out here. Okay, what? Look at that sky. I will. And they kiss and stuff. Beautiful. Very yeah. beautiful. Congrats, Mike. And that was a reenactment of their proposal. And it was awesome. Thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode.